Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. So right before I come on the air, right, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm brushing my teeth downstairs. I got to brush my teeth like 100 times a day. Probably too much information, but what the hell? You know everything about me anyway. And I'm looking at this article in the New York Post. I didn't even tell Guy about it or Joe or anyone else who produces any of my shows, radio show or otherwise. <laughs> Book reveals Bernie Sanders hotel demands. King-size beds and 60-degree rooms. Give me a king-size bed and 60-degree rooms. This guy. <laughs> I'll throw it in the show notes. You don't have to put it in the show. I would have told you otherwise. I'll put the story in the show notes. Is this guy hilarious or what? I mean, I, there's nothing I find more amusing than limousine socialists. I'm a socialist. Dude, a 60-degree room? Do you realize the air conditioning and power it takes to keep a room at 60 degrees? I don't care. I need to be comfortable. Look at this. <laughs> Bernie Sanders is the biggest joke around. And all these socialists who fall for this. It's, uh, socialism is great for the socialists in charge. It is great. 60-degree rooms, king-size beds. Look, there it is. Hotel the beds. King-size. Why do you need a king-size bed? You know how many resources are spoiled? Why not just get a little little twin or whatever they call that thing? The one you get in a college dorm room. Why not get like a cot you put in prison? I don't need a cot. I need king size. But that's not what socialists are supposed to. I don't care. Socialism for you idiots. And people, people keep falling for this. Hilarious. Hilarious. I'll put the story in my newsletter if you want to read it. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. I protect my data with a VPN. So should you. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino today. Pick up a VPN. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Let's get right to it. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a multiple front war going on today. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to expose the tactics the left is using one by one. We're going to break them down to attack freedom and liberty in the United States of America. You and I love and adore. What's better than 50% off your first two months with Patriot Mobile? Try winning cellular service for life. That's right. When you go to patriotmobile.com slash Dan, learn how you can get 50% off your first two months of service and then enter to win cellular service for life plus a free Patriot starter kit when you join America's only Christian conservative mobile phone company. Patriot Mobile has the broadest nationwide coverage, uses the same towers as all the major carriers, so you get the same great service. Plus, they have plans to fit any budget, including multi-line discounts. Most importantly, Patriot Mobile shares your values and doesn't donate any of your money to support leftists or the causes tearing our country to pieces. Switching is easy. How do you do it? Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Dan or call their U.S.-based customer service team at 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. Veterans and first responders, you save even more. So make the switch today. Get the discount and a chance to win cellular service for life with the offer code DAN. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dan, patriotmobile.com slash Dan, or call 972-PATRIOT. All right, Joe, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, sound a little French. <laughs> yeah, so that, you know, seriously, right before the show, I saw that Bernie article, and it just makes me laugh because... Uh, leftists are suckers. Leftists have always been suckers. They're all hypocrites. They're frauds. They want you to pay higher taxes. They avoid higher taxes. They want you to, uh, they don't want school choice for you. They send your kids to private school. They want government health care for you. They do everything to avoid government health care themselves. Bernie Sanders is a socialist who wants a 60 degree room and a king size bed and a duvet or whatever. I had to learn what a duvet was. I don't even know. Duvet. I'm like, what's a duvet? I sleep in a bed with a blanket. A duvet. I don't even know about this. It's not my thing okay 
I grew up in middle class. We didn't worry about duvets and all this other stuff. But I find, I think I was 20 when I found out what a duvet was. Bernie probably knows he's a socialist. But how do they keep it going and how do they keep racking up their own wins? Because they do. Yesterday on the radio show and here we discussed wins we've been racking up at the state and local level. And that's good. Conservatives have been winning on critical race theory, um, on the lockdowns. We have at the state and local level on these ridiculous mask mandates. But nationally, the left is doing pretty well, folks. And they've been posting W's themselves. And how are they doing it? Folks are doing it by engaging in a multiple front war. The left does not just use the courts. They just uh, they don't just use politicians. They use the media, the courts, businesses, politicians, Hollywood, schools, universities. They use it all, all at the same time. It's a multiple front war. And what it does is it keeps resources allocated. Think about it. If you're fighting a war on one front, you allocate your resources to defend that one front. It's not a difficult concept to figure out. If you're fighting a war on multiple fronts, your east flank, your west flank, your north flank, and your south flank, if you have them, you've got to split your resources four ways that you could have cut one way before. The left understood this. They are very tactical, and if we don't understand them, we will never win. So I'm going to expose some of their tactics today using some stories I just read today, show you how this works so we know what to look out for, and so we can start doing what I discussed yesterday on the show taking their tactics and applying them to us so we can start racking up W's. And we're doing it now. Remember the left's line I said yesterday? Think globally, act locally. That's a leftist thing because they're smart with tactics. Now we started doing that and we started winning. So the more we know about the tactics they use to win, the more we can emulate them and win ourselves. Let's go to tactic number one, exposing their tactics. Tactics number one, tactic number one, excuse me. The fact checkers. Now, we've been on this for the past few days. You know about it. The fact checker media, social media symbiote, how they use them to crush any opposing ideas. There's a great piece in the Washington Examiner by Hugo Gordon today. It'll be in my newsletter. I encourage you to read it called Fact Checking the Fact Checkers. And it exposes how fake book, Twitter, big fake news misinformation machines, fake book and Twitter, how they use an army of fact checkers out there. These fact checkers do their dirty work, destroying conservative opinion and facts that uh, align with conservative thought. And then the media picks up the fake fact checks and run with it. Here uh, from Hugo Gordon, he describes exactly how they work today. It's great. From the Hugo Gordon piece, there are fact checkers all across the news landscape. Facebook, when well, he says Facebook, one of the biggest dis, uh, distributors of other, other people's news reporting employs a legion of them to put flags on stories they say are false or partly false. When challenged by news organizations or the original writers who can have a great deal more relevant knowledge than those passing judgment, the fact checkers do one of three things. Check this out. They either admit they're out of their depth, they fall silent, or they say a particular piece of context should be added. Folks, I have been at war with these fact checkers for a long time. This happens all the time. They do it all the time. They say, oh, you know what? That thing, maybe I'm wrong on the fact check, but it's missing context. Now, this has gotten dangerous. This has gotten very dangerous. Why has it gotten dangerous? Because these fact checkers are going to get someone killed. Because it's fact checkers, by the way, who decided that the Wuhan lab leak theory we've been discussing for the last few days the Wuhan uh, lab leak theory, it's them who decide that it had been debunked when no such thing had actually happened. 
Here's PolitiFact, PolitiFarce, PolitiPhony. They had a fact check a while ago when Tucker Carlson brought up this leg, lab leak theory, and their fact check had debunked this theory. They said, quote, Tucker Carlson guest airs debunked conspiracy theory that COVID-19 was created in the lab. As you can see, if you're watching our Rumble account, they later had to go and amend that fact check to say, well, maybe we weren't fecking, uh, checking facts, fecking checks. That's what they were doing, fecking checks, because they certainly weren't checking facts. So what happens when they employ tactic number one? Their army of phony 18-year-old zeros out of college with a J school degree, with no relevant work experience, no life knowledge, no specific knowledge, no industry knowledge, no nothing, yet they employ them at the Pointer Institute and elsewhere to go work for PolitiFact to check experienced journalists, in some cases who are accurate, to go check them if it doesn't comport with the liberal orthodoxy. That's what they do. And then the media picks it up and runs with it. You don't believe me? Here's a supercut by the great Tom Elliott at Grabian, who we love. Here's a supercut of liberal media buffoons echoing the fact checkers at PolitiFact and elsewhere who had said, no, the Wuhan lab leak theory, it's debunked. It's totally debunked. That's interesting that they'd said that because nothing of the sort had happened. There was no debunking whatsoever. Matter of fact, now it's looking likely that this virus leaked from a Wuhan lab. Here's a supercut, and I want you to notice some of the players who appear in this supercut. They're all pee-pee hoaxers. You have Joe Scarborough, collusion hoaxer. Ken Delanian, laughing stock of the industry, who works at NBC. Another big Fusion GPS tool pee-pee hoaxer. You have Nicole Wallace, again, a total joke of a human being. Used to be a fake Republican. Now it's just a fake journalist. And then you have Joy Reid, uh, noted homophobe with her homophobic blog. She blamed on, like, space aliens or the FBI. So here's a supercut of pee-pee hoaxers, again, parroting the fake fact check on the Wuhan lab conspiracy theory. Check this out. Because we don't know where the novel coronavirus came from yet, the conspiracy theories fill the void. I'm telling you, the Chai Coms are trying to weaponize this thing. Here's Conservative talk show host Rush Limbaugh with zero proof suggesting a Chinese bioweapon lab is to blame. There's this question about the Wuhan lab. We know that it's been debunked. Those same agencies now have been tapped with investigating one of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories. This week, Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum, despite his own intelligence community's findings that that is simply not true. And there is simply no reason to believe that that, that is the case. There is no empirical evidence to verify that. Coming up with a conspiracy theory to try and foment xenophobia um, with respect to um, the Chinese has just as much factual support as taking Clorox. He can't just sit back and let the doctors and the scientists do their jobs. He's got to chime in. He may pick up the conspiracy theory that this was some weapon. Same crap. By the way, I forgot to throw Sharpton in there. Forgot to throw Al Sharpton, another collusion officer. But again, no one takes him seriously either. Al should pay his taxes once in a while. Didn't he have a tax case a while ago? Al Sharpton, I, I thought they wanted everyone to pay higher taxes. Yeah. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah, he did, right? I'm not crazy. Okay, mm -hmm. I, thought, I thought so. So tactic number one of the left, employ an army of 18-year-old Journalism school, J school grads, if you want to sound super sophisticated, who probably love Bernie Sanders, 60 degree room, king size bed, duvet, Bernie Sanders. I don't care. Bernie Sanders, I want a king size. They all follow him. They love him. They worship him. Key, 
Do you have our, oh, oh, this is it. Here it is. He has been working hard on this one. Remember I told you when these leftist 18-year-olds who work at PolitiFactor or whatever went to J school, right? Went to journalism school and all of a sudden start fact-checking people on things that aren't facts. They do it. These are the same people who worship Bernie Sanders and AOC. And when they do it, they chant, folks. They chant. Just like in the Raiders of the Lost Ark scene, you know the chant? If you don't know it, Guy put this together for us. I didn't plan this. Check this out. This is pretty awesome. <laughs> you like that? How's that? <laughs> well done. Very funny. That's what they do. They will burn EAOC when they're when their idols tell them, my gosh, we can't, we can't indict communist China for leaking a, a deadly virus into the entire world to kill millions of people. They're communists. We got to worship them. And all the media people at the Pointer Institute and elsewhere, on Politifarce and elsewhere, they sit there and worship. Maybe they salute. And then goofballs like Scarborough, Delanian, Wallace, Reed, Sharpton, they all parrot it. Now, what's the danger of this? Well, the danger is obvious. The danger is that, again, as a collective society, as I said in Monday's show, we can't agree on a common set of facts. And if you can't agree on common set of, a common set of facts to combat a problem, that means you don't know what the problem is. In other words, if we're trying to combat coronavirus thinking it came from nature, then nature and the leaking of this virus, whether it was through eating of a bat or the eating of a pangolin, then maybe we should do something to combat wet markets. So when you then apply millions, if not billions of dollars of government assets to combat dietary problems because you're telling everyone someone ate a bat and that's how the coronavirus started. But that's not, in fact, the truth. And it was leaked from a bio lab that could have been weaponizing these things. We don't know that, but could have been weaponizing these things. Then you understand how you're, you're, you're putting millions of dollars in assets in a front fighting a war that doesn't exist because the war's in the Wuhan lab, not in the wet market. But media people don't care because they don't do facts. And they rely on 18-year-old goofballs employed as fact checkers because they don't have real jobs or real lives. And they then take that and put that on the air and create an alternate reality where we, don't, where we donate assets and time to fight a problem that doesn't exist. That's the danger. But there's another danger here. Sorry, I'm just re <laughs> I'm reading some social media. People are commenting on the radio show. I know I shouldn't be distracted. I, I, I multitask all the time. There are government experts out there who are now, ex believe me, I'm using the term experts as loosely as humanly possible. There are government experts out there who are now saying stunningly on the record that, you know, they learn about stuff from the press. So when the press tells government experts who are supposed to be the experts the press are taking guidance from, that, guys, I'm just checking, that's supposed to be how the fact chain works, right? Experts are experts for a reason because they're supposed to have expertise. Am I crazy? Anyone on the show? Anyone? No? Okay. Uh, I'm getting the thumbs up, so I, I think I'm onto something. Government experts are supposed to have expertise. So when we employ a bunch of government experts like Fauci, who are supposed to be experts on a virus, and then Fauci goes on the record and says, oh, I'm taking cues from the press when the press is supposed to be taking their facts from the experts, 
Ladies and gentlemen, we have a problem because when the press is taking their expertise and their facts from an 18-year-old fact checker at PolitiFars and then is running with the story and then the government experts are making decisions that could affect the entire world based on what the press says who they got from a fact checker, we have a problem. Where am I getting this from? Here's a video evidence right here. Here's three government experts, the tyranny of experts, for, of experts, folks. It never gets old. Here are three government experts testifying under oath on Capitol Hill yesterday that when we were about to investigate what happened at the Wuhan lab, the, our government, and that got spiked or thrown out, Senator John Kennedy wants to know, hey, Dr. Fauci and others, why did you guys spike that? And listen very carefully to what they say. The experts, check this out. Why, why did you guys spike, not guys and ladies, why did y'all spike the prior administration's uh, investigation into the origins of the coronavirus and whether it could have uh, come out of the Wuhan lab? Sir, I, I, we did not spike anything in the prior administration. I'm not sure what you mean by spike, but we have no influence. The State Department spiked the, the, the prior administration's right. uh, study. But that has nothing to do with the National Institutes of so Health. So they didn't consult with y'all? They did not. Did they consult with you, Dr. Collins? I read about it in the press this morning. Doc? They just spiked it without talking to their experts? You don't want to answer that one, do you? <laughs> I just read about it. Thank you, Madam Chair. You see the danger now? The real danger of the alternate reality, the modern left the media, social media, fake book, and Twitter people live in? There was a government effort by some in the government to investigate this coronavirus leaking from a lab in Wuhan, which would be the biggest scandal in modern history. That effort to get answers on that question was spiked by other people within the State Department, according to various people making allegations, because they did not want to apparently hand Trump a win who blamed China early for this. So they spiked it. And told everyone a lie that this was all coming from a wet market. So what did everybody say? We better do something about these wet markets. The problem is it wasn't the wet market. It looks likely it was the lab now. And where did the government experts that are supposed to be paid by our tax, do tax dollars to get answers to these questions, where are they getting their information from? You just heard the guy on tape. We heard about it from the press. The press who heard about it from the fact checkers. The fact checkers who lied to you the whole time and just admitted it. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a serious problem. We have a truth problem, a misinformation problem, and the evidence is clear, clear as day, crystal clear, as clear as clear, transparent scotch tape. The misinformation, disinformation problem is almost exclusively a problem on the left. All right, let me get to my second sponsor. And I want to talk, I want to move on to tactic number two. Tactic number two is if you can't beat them, Join them. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Omaha Steaks. This is an Omaha Steaks house. Why? Because we love good food. You know I'm a meat eater. I am definitely not a vegetarian. I love good tasting, quality, delicious meat. And there's no better place to get it than Omaha Steaks. Their desserts ain't bad either. As a matter of fact, their seasoning's pretty darn good too. Summer's almost here. Father's Day's right around the corner. Go to omahasteaks.com, type Bongino in the search bar, and order Dad the Get Out and Grill assortment. It includes 20 entrees he's guaranteed to love, like ultra-juicy burgers, plump, delicious chicken breasts, sides, desserts, 
and four 10-ounce Butcher's Cut New York strips that are absolutely delicious. I like a little char on the outside of those babies. Cut right into them with a butter knife. They're that tender. These strips are aged 30 days. It's important. Why? Because age equals tenderness. You want tenderness, and they bring it. Plus, get four free New York strip burgers with your order. You'll never eat another burger again. They're ultra lean, and they pack a bold, intense flavor. Omaha Steaks isn't just steak. It's the best steak of your life, guaranteed. Visit omahasteaks.com, enter keyword Bongino, and order the Get Out and Grill assortment today. Send Dad more than just a gift. Send him an experience he'll love and can share with you. And don't forget, for a limited time, get four free New York Strip burgers with your order. That's omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino. Get it for Dad, then go over Dad's house and eat. Stuff is delicious. omahasteaks.com, keyword Bongino. All right, so tactic number one. Employ the army of fact-checkers. Have the fact-checkers inform the press. Have the press then guide the experts. It's of, of course, this is all supposed to be the other way around. Experts give us their expertise. The press reports on their expertise. That's why they're experts, right? And then the fact-checkers go and check the press to make sure the experts are right. You realize the whole model, the dipsy-doo, flipperooski, the dipsy-doo, Am I, is anything I'm saying crazy to the leftists listening? Is this not how it's supposed to work? We're supposed to have people employed by the government as experts because they know something you're not supposed to know. That's why they're experts. The press reports on what they say, fact checkers and report on the press to make sure they're right. The whole thing's upside down. Fact checkers tell the press what to say, and then the experts repeat on what the press said, even if what the press said is wrong because the fact checkers screwed it up. It's how propaganda works. So when that doesn't work, the fact checker army, you go with the, if you can't beat them, join them theory. Folks, this is a real problem. The leftist, the leftist takeover of American corporations is a very, very big problem. They are infiltrating corporate boards. I have warned about this now for months, if not years on my show repeatedly. The left is not stupid. They may be evil. They may have really awful policies that will destroy the United States. Some of their policies getting people killed and they're defund the police cities. We get that. But they are not stupid. And anyone assuming they're stupid is destined to lose this ideological fight in the end. Because underestimating your political enemy is a huge, huge mistake that you cannot recover from because they will get a leg up and a strategic uphill advantage. And once they get it, it's hard to overcome. They are taking over corporations two ways because they can't beat them. A lot of these corporations have billions, if not trillions of dollars in assets and reserves. So if you can't beat them, join them. They're doing this two ways. First, by, like I said before, taking over corporate boards. And I'll get to that story in a second, the Wall Street Journal. But one of the other ways they're doing it is they're taking their critical racism theory, leftist lunatics. That's what that is. Critical racism theory, teaching you that if you're white, um, that you are somehow an oppressor. Obviously, uh, an openly racist theory. I mean, racist by nature. Anyone promoting critical racism theory is a racist, period. There's no out for you. I'm not interested in your debate because you are a liar. You're claiming skin color determines who people are, which is racist. That makes you a racist. So not just uh, taking over corporate boards isn't good enough. They have to get the stragglers too. Board members, um, whatever. And whatever's left up, they got to mop up. Anyone else can't just be the board. 
they got to take up everyone else too. Executives, managers, workers, associates, everyone. It was a damning appearance last night by a guy who's doing amazing work, Christopher uh, Rufo, on critical racism theory, teaching Americans to be racist and hate each other. He was on Tucker last night talking about a major defense contractor the United States government does business with, Lockheed Martin, unbelievably training their employees to be racist using critical racism theory. Listen to this. Here's Christopher Rufo last night on the Tucker Carlson show. This is really damning stuff. Check this out. This is a longstanding training program. Actually, 8,000 Lockheed Martin executives and employees have been through uh, race re-education programs. And this one was a particularly galling. They had uh, these executives go through these exercises where they said that being a white male was analogous to being a KKK member, uh, to being in the Aryan nation. Uh, they also said that, uh, you know, kind of funny way, white men can't jump. And all of these slurs and stereotypes about their own uh, origins. And they take it through a series of exercises where they had to review 156 white male privilege statements, apologizing for their race, apologizing for their sex, apologizing for their orientation. Uh, and the question is this, if a three-star general retired in the United States military can't stand up to a bunch of crackpot diversity trainers, exactly. how on earth are we going to stand up to communist China? Fair question, no. So a major military contractor that is employing people who are upper-level executives, general-level people in our military, people at the general level of our military, is teaching employees how to be racist and judge people by the color of their skin. This is, this is really happening in what was formerly called the United States of America. A defense contractor teaching people how to be racist. Are we so if white people are oppressors and you obviously can't hire oppressors because then you'd be guilty of hiring people who are racist because they're white. So if you're not hiring, you know, white people based on the color of their skin, who else are you hiring? I mean, you're only producing weapons that would, you know, potentially be used in combat. Are we are we eliminating white people now because they're oppressors? I mean, I, I'm, I'm just trying to take this down your logic road, not mine. I'm actually sane. And it, it, it's making me dumber doing it. So tactic two, can't beat them. Join them. And if you can't join them, corrupt them with critical racism theory. Here's the join them part. It's what inspired me to do this show this morning. I always like to keep narratives in the show. It makes everything easy to remember, and it's important. It's important to keep a show with a consistent theme, even if the stories are very different. First story is about coronavirus. This is about Exxon. But there's a common theme here. The left doing things they don't want you to know about, assuming you'll never get a hold of the tactic yourself. Wall Street Journal opinion this morning. The proxy coup at Exxon. Two board challengers win, but fossil fuels aren't going away. Well, what happened? Again, I've been warning you about this forever. The left has figured out they can't take on corporations directly. There's just too much money and influence. Not suggesting that's good. I'm just suggesting to you it is. So they said, well, what if we just use pension funds and other things and all of our money and assets and got seats on corporate boards and got them to do things that we can't get them to do ordinarily by public pressure? And everybody was like, that's a great idea. And it's paying dividends, folks, right now. Wall Street Journal. The San Francisco-based hedge fund, Engine Number 1, formed in November of last year. 
It set out to overhaul Exxon's board. Its goal? Make the biggest U.S. oil and gas company, quote, transition out of its legacy business. The fund enlisted big public pension funds and exploited the pandemic's ravages. Can't buy out Exxon? Just get government pension funds with government employees who largely lean left in many states. Not all, but largely lean left. Get them to take their pension money. Invest in these companies and then use their equity share in the company to vote on board seats for leftist lunatics who will then destroy those companies from the inside out. Genius. Devious, disgusting, grotesque, but genius. Can't beat them. You might as well join them. So tactic one, armies of fact checkers. <laughs> Reminds me of that. What's, what's that movie with the uh, mean girls? Whoever mean girls? When they they have they go through the tactics to to crush Regina George. <laughs> yes, I have seen that movie. It, it's on like cable news. My kids love it. It's pretty funny. They give her like the the, the energy bars. They tell her it's weight loss bars and their calorie bars. So we should put one of those Regina George things up for the left. Tactics to take on the Regina George left. Number one, fact checkers, armies of fact checkers. Second, take over corporations. You can't beat them. Take them over. And indoctrinate them at the same time with your critical racism theory. Get them to eat themselves alive. Tactic three, ladies and gentlemen, massive gaslighting. These are stories I've been itching to get to for a couple days. When you get called out and everybody knows you're lying, just make something. I mean, literally just make something up, not figuratively. You get caught paying out massive unemployment benefits to the American people, and then unemployment goes up because people can make more money on unemployment than working. Just make up a story and say, no, no, no. It's not government benefits that are keeping people home. It's child care. And conveniently, the Democrats are like, and by the way, we have a child care bill which requires you to spend more money. And I scratched my head when I heard that, and I'm like, really? Because the business owners I'm talking to, are telling me that the people they can't get to work aren't parents. I mean, parents, childcare, right? Parent, that's what the child is for the leftists listening. Uh, that's not it. These are young, single men and women they can't get to come back and work in the service industry, the restaurant industry. So I thought if childcare is the issue, why is it that the parents then aren't the problem? If childcare is the problem, then parents would be the problem, not going back to it, right? I, I mean, folks, again, this is just logic we're walking through. Is there anything... Anybody's missing here on the left? I know you have a tough time with this kind of stuff. So here's a great Wall Street Journal opinion piece debunking that myth. They just made it up because they got called out with a dumb government policy of paying people not to work who therefore didn't work. So they had to lie to you again. Gaslighting. Here's a story. The child care excuse for unfilled jobs. A study finds parents have resumed work at the same rate as non-parents. <laughs> here, from the piece. Is there any data to back this up whatsoever that child care is the problem? Well, the Peterson Institute for International Economics on Monday released a study on parents in the workforce. It was led by a former Obama administration economist, Jason Furman. The study suggests that child care isn't the main factor keeping workers at home or even a significant one. From the first quarter of 2020 to 2021, Job loss among, par among parents accounts for a negligible share of aggregate job loss, the study concludes. 
Okay, folks, let's all digest this one for a moment. Even the liberals listening should be able to pick this one up. So an Obama administration official, Jason Furman, who is an economist, does a study on this myth that no, no, parents just aren't going back to work. That's why unemployment is high, because they need childcare for their kids. He does a study, thoroughly debunks this myth, says, quote, it's not even a significant factor. And yet the media, where are they on this? The army of fact checkers calling out the Biden administration that continues to lie to you, telling you it's not the high unemployment benefits. It's definitely childcare. You're just making it up. There is no evidence whatsoever that that's true. None. Where are the fact checkers? Where are the press? Where are the experts, the economists? Where are they? I haven't heard anything. Outside of Jason Furman in the Wall Street Journal, I haven't heard a peep from the far-left lunatic economists out there. Gaslighting. Just make something up. Just lie and say it confidently. No, it's, it's child care. It's not unemployment. Do you have any evidence for that? None whatsoever. You know what? Let me get to my third sponsor. I'm going to get to another one. Another piece of uh, hilarious gaslighting this morning in the Wall Street Journal in one of the most absurd opinion pieces I have ever read in my life by a guy I thought was at least a quarter sane. James Carville, who now is, forget it, Trump pushed him off the edge. He's now with Bernie Sanders. 60-degree rooms, that's him. He's with them now. Today's show also brought to you by my friends at X Chair. Sitting in it right now. You see that? <laughs> the secret's not only their patented dynamic variable lumbar support, which is good for my back. It offers really solid support for my lower back, which you know is a mess. But now, th uh, thanks to their new XHMT technology, I can also get heat and massage therapy. Why am I uh, hitting the back of the chair there? Because that's where you just press the button. You get heat and massage therapy while you're sitting at your desk. Can your current office chair do that? I doubt it. Instead of my old crappy chair, which I had, which is sitting right over there because we got to throw it out. Now I look forward to spending hours sitting in the ultimate therapeutic massage chair. The XHMT delivers heat and massage technology right to my core. You know, it helps increase blood flow, keeps me relaxed, helps with my muscle recovery too. All perks that make working from home or your home office a joy. It has four different massage modes and fast warming heat technology for therapy when I'm sore, which is just about every day. You won't believe the X chair difference until you feel the X chair difference for yourself. Trust me, this is the luxury supercar of office chairs. Sitting there right now. You want to take a look? Check that out. X chair is on sale now for $100 off. Go to xchairbongino.com now. That's the letter X chair, B-O-N-G-I-N-O.com or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. X-CHAIR has a 30-day guarantee of complete comfort. You can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go today. Go to xchairbongino.com now and use code XWHEELS for free X-Wheel blade casters. xchairbongino.com. Go today. Chair's great. Love it. Thank you. Okay. So tactic three, gaslighting. When you get called out, just lie about it. Doesn't matter. The media won't do their homework. They won't correct themselves. Talked about the child care myth. Here's another one. So the left knows, of course, their unemployment policies cause people to stay home. They also know that they're defund the police. We hate the police policies, which are many on the radical left, not all Democrats, but many on the radical left. 
They know that their attacks on the police have led to explosions in crimes in liberal cities all across America because criminals know it's a field day because it's the cops under attack, not them. Democrats also realize James Carville, who is now a certified lunatic, uh, James Carville knows as well that this is going to hurt the Democrats in the midterm election because nobody wants to be the uh, party of arsonists, burglars, robbers, rapists, killers, and murderers. Nobody wants to be that. You'd have to be insane. So Carville, who used to be sane, but is uh, could be considered by some a talented political strategist, by some, not me. Carville realizes they have a problem. So instead of just writing an op-ed that says, you know what, maybe we should go after the criminals and support the police, which would be sane, Carville amazingly turns the crime wave and blames it on, turns it around, blames it on who? Joe, you'll never believe it. Donald Trump. No. That's never happened before. <laughs> it's stunner. Total stunner. This is a real piece today. It's May 26, right? No, it's May 26. This is from yesterday. Sorry. May 26. May 26, 2020. I'm so busy lately. I usually read the op-ed columns every day. I'm a day behind. Here's the folks. This is not a joke. This is a real piece. Democrats are the anti-crime party. Trump was lawless himself and violence exploded on his watch. Republican law and order talk is empty. Uh, in the arena of gaslighting, if you had to give a gaslight score of one to 100, this is like a 97, maybe a 97.2. The level of cojones involved to write a piece like this where liberal big city mayors allowed rioting to occur BLM and Antifa terrorists to take over their cities and they attacked the police and liberal city crime exploded when President Trump was in office warning them crime would explode if they kept attacking the police is a level of let's say smalls with a different letter in the beginning I have not seen in a long time but because liberals are generally not that bright, they will lap it up like thirsty dogs, like Lucy when she comes back from the doggy daycare. They will lap it up just like they lapped up the childcare myth because that's what they do. They lie, they believe in lies, they parrot lies, and their lives are lies. Here's a quote from Carville's piece. This is really stunning. Quote, the modern Democratic Party is flat out better on crime than Republicans. <laughs> Mr. Trump presided over the greatest crime rise in modern American history. Now it's time for the Democratic consultant class to stop its bedwetting on this issue and take this case to the American people. A lawless president, talking about Trump, created the perfect storm for the crime crisis America now faces. <laughs> Joe, that's at minimum. A double, minimum, maybe a triple, maybe. I'll leave it up to you, your judgment. We right. got it. I'm cool with that. <laughs> okay. I, I left it to Joe. I left it to him. I, I, you can't leave it. Joe's thinks two. That's okay. Joe's an expert on Muttley. Joe is an expert on Muttley. Joe says two. I I have unending faith in Joe and the Muttley alone. Oh, man. What's that? Oh, yeah. No, that's a good point. Gee's in the background, Joe. He's like, you know, save the triple for the next one. Okay. Yeah. Maybe necessary. So he's basically saying, because we haven't gotten to the end of this segment yet, James Carville, despite the fact that Trump, during the BLM and Antifa terrorism rampage across American cities after the George Floyd incident, despite Trump warning liberal big city mayors, hey, you guys going easy on the criminals, allowing this rioting and terrorism to happen, the burning down of the cities, 
and then attacking the police and trying to defund them. Trump warned them this is going to happen. It then happened, and Carville's blaming it on Trump. Not only is he blaming it on Trump, I thought to myself as I'm reading this piece, again, folks, I tie everything together. These tactics all intertwine, right? So gaslighting, just lie about something. And then what do you do when you lie about something? Trump is causing the crime wave. He was warning about the crime wave. Are you dense? Watch how. Watch this. Watch how they use the fact checkers to back them up. I thought of this this morning. It was a fact check. This is hilarious. From the BBC back in 2020, September of 2020, where, again, this liberal crime wave has erupted in liberal cities despite Trump's warning, and they desperately need to blame it on Trump because they're lying, gaslighting fools. Look at this hilarious fact check. One of the dumbest you will ever see in the history of air quotes fact checks by a guy by the name of Christopher Giles who should stop journalisming immediately now that I'm going to read to you this piece. Listen to this ridiculosity. BBC, Christopher Giles. U.S. elections 2020. Fact checking Trump on crime in Democratic run cities. So to give you a little background. President Trump, again, had warned liberal city mayors, crime is exploding in your cities after the Floyd thing. You better damn well do something. And he had said at one point, he made the point that the top 10 cities, most dangerous cities in America, were run by liberal mayors. So the BBC, of course, had to fact check him on this. <laughs> Here's the fact check. Folks, please watch this on Rumble, rumble.com slash Bongino, our video. It's free. Watch it because the charts here are priceless. So the BBC tries to fact check him. Trump's wrong. Top 10 cities, they're not run by, by Democrats. They put up a chart showing U.S. cities with the most overall violent crime. Uh, here they are, folks. New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Philadelphia, Memphis, Detroit, Dallas, Phoenix, Baltimore. By the way, this is statistics from the FBI. And this is the fact check. They say below the chart. Remember, they're fact checking Trump that the top 10 cities for violent crime are run by Democrats. Their fact check says the top 10 cities for overall violent crime, which include major urban areas, New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago, are all run by Democrats. This is the fact check. So, so realizing they have a problem here, they go, Sheesh. how can we massage these statistics, even though what Trump said is exactly correct? How do we massage these statistics and data to make it look like Trump is wrong and fact check him so we can give the information to the press who can then tell the government experts what to say, like James Carville and others. He doesn't work for the government, but he's an expert, you know, on political issues. How do we massage this? So one of the guy who wrote this, Christopher Giles, who should stop journalism immediately, he's like, I got an idea. What if we do it per capita, per 10,000 people? So he puts up another chart in his fact check. U.S. cities with the most violent crime per 10,000 people. Memphis, Tennessee, St. Louis, Detroit, Baltimore, Springfield, Missouri, Little Rock, Stockton, Cleveland, San Bernardino, Oakland. <laughs> What's his line after that is fact check? They got him now. They got him now. Springfield in Missouri is actually run by an independent mayor. The rest, though, have Democratic administrations. You got him. You got him, Christopher Giles. You totally nailed him. Well done. Well done, fact check. You totally nailed him on that one. Oh. 
Back check them. You can't beat them, join them. And then gaslight them once they catch you. The deuce, not the deuce in the mask, page two. You know what, let's get to our last sponsor today because I want to go through this Hunter Biden story because it's important and I do have to get to the uh, most dangerous nominee yet for the Biden administration. You may have seen it yesterday, but if you didn't, pay very close attention. Devastating stuff yesterday. Our last sponsor today, good friend of ours, good friend of the show, We the People Holsters. Ladies and gentlemen, it's getting crazy out there. More and more of you are choosing to exercise your Second Amendment right to keep you and your family safe to go out and purchase a firearm. Go get the best holsters out there, too. Go get We the People holsters for all your firearms. These guys are more than just holsters. They're becoming a destination for patriotic Americans. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan and check out their complete line of patriotic shirts, their 100% American-made tactical gun belt with the proprietary talon buckle, and they even have their own line of bacon jerky that's been absolutely flying off the shelves because it's fantastic. Most importantly, We The People holsters are custom molded to fit your exact firearm for a quick, smooth draw. This is mine right here. It's my actual We The People holster. It says We The People on it. It's for my Glock 43. With thousands of options to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, you're sure to find just the right fit for your lifestyle. It clicks in there nice, nice and secure. That's important. Safety and security first. Go to WeThePeopleHolsters.com slash Dan right now. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code Dan. Don't wait. These are really great holsters. Every holster comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, don't worry. Send it back for a full refund. How do you get these great holsters that look good too and are secure? Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. So folks, when all else fails, sicking your army of fact checkers on them, taking over your corporate board and indoctrinating the employees, gaslighting and lying when you get caught. Just go to tactic four, which is to just sick the media on people because you know they'll never do their homework. And one of them was on this Hunter Biden case, which we will never let go. You know, it's weird. Sometimes I get, I, I love your feedback, folks. I read them a lot. Some of the feedback, if, if I may, just for a minute, I don't mean to get distracted, but, you know, I'm always candid with you. Sorry, maybe I shouldn't be talking about this, but I will anyway. I'm always candid with you. And I do read your feedback because the show is for you and I want to make sure I'm making you happy. It's, I, you are the client for this show. You're the only thing that matters. And I read some of the feedback and the radio shows I knew would be tough in the beginning because there's no replacing Rush Limbaugh, folks. It's not. And although the feedback, seriously, has been about 90, 95% positive, it's interesting. I read some of it and they're like, oh, you know, I, I love Dan. I like the show and I appreciate that. But they're like, yeah, but he's no Rush. Yeah, you're right. You're right, I'm not. I can only, you know, be me and not waste your time. That's all I can do. Sorry, I just want to bring that up because it, I do. I, I, I'm, a, I'm obsessed with producing for you the best possible product. And, you know, I have the thinnest skin imaginable because I want to make sure you're happy. And I just want to assure you, I'm working my butt off to bring you the best product possible, but it can never be Rush. Rush was the godfather. There's never going to be any replacing him. All right. So getting back to the story, because we've been covering this the entire time, and I'm really, I get bitter about it because people just don't, not, not the, the limbo thing, but this story, because the media's had this in front of them the whole time, the Hunter Biden story, which has been slapping them and smacking them in the face. I mean, we wrote about it, and, and by the way, um, this, there's a book coming out by Miranda Devine. Disclosure, I, my publishing operation does have a role in the book, and it is a 
book about Hunter Biden's dreaded laptop by the great Miranda Devine. I'll be telling you about it when it comes out. And there's a reason I wanted a piece of it, because it is a must read. Well, the New York Post by Miranda Devine got a little scoop about what's coming up in that book. Hunter Biden brought Vice President Joe to dinner with shady business partners. Ladies and gentlemen, none of this story is new. We had the receipt for the Hunter Biden laptop. The receipt had an FBI number. Um, the receipt that the FBI gave the laptop store uh, owner repairman uh, when they took it. We had an FBI case number. We've known about this case for a long time. But breaking yesterday, these are new details you'll read about in the book and elsewhere. It's now no longer even up for negotiation that Hunter Biden was at a minimum discussing via email, sitting down as vice president father with corrupt business people overseas, some of whom were enemies of the United States. There's one guy. Here's one email. Dear Hunter, thank you for inviting me to D.C. and giving, uh, giving me an opportunity to meet your father and spending some time together. Pazarski wrote, this guy's from Burisma. They were paying uh, Hunter $83,000 a month in Ukraine to sit on their board. Is that email fake? It's an email acknowledging that this Burisma executive sat down with Hunter Biden's dad, sitting Vice President Joe Biden. Is it fake? Here's another even more disturbing email about Hunter, what Hunter Biden was up to. Apparently, he prepared a guest list. And one of the people on that guest list was Russian billionaire Yelena Batarina and her husband, the corrupt former Moscow mayor, Yuri Luzgov, who since has died. Batarina wired $3.5 million on February 14, 2014 to one of Hunter Biden's companies. Why are we bringing up the Hunter Biden story? Because we will never, ever, ever let it go. Ever, no matter what. We have a corrupt president in the White House. Yes, a corrupt president who has lied repeatedly, who has told the press multiple times he had no idea about his son's corrupt business dealings with enemies of the United States and Russia, corrupt Russian politicians, aristocrats and oligarchs, and a Burisma company that was under investigation in Ukraine. Vice President, now President Biden, has said repeatedly he had no idea what his son was up to. How did you have no idea if you were at the dinner? You don't believe me? He denied it? Here's video of Joe Biden talking to Axios where he's asked the question, and I'm going to play this thing out in full. Here's Biden categorically denying he had any idea what his son was up to in Ukraine and elsewhere overseas. Check this out. On your son, Hunter Biden, uh, President Trump says... Sweepy Joe has real problems. Reminds me of Crooked Hillary and her 33,000 deleted emails. A lot of the Ukraine charges about you have been debunked and were unfair. There's one thing that a lot of Democrats even do wonder about, and that is Hunter Biden, your son, was getting paid a lot of money to serve on the board of a Ukrainian energy company facing serious corruption charges. You were the vice president running point on Ukraine the average Joe hears that and says, that sounds fishy. What's your understanding of what your son was doing for an extraordinary amount of money? I don't know what he was doing. I know he was on the board. I found out he was on the board after he was on the board. And that was it. And there's nobody. Well, you've no had a lot of time. Isn't this something you want to get to the bottom of? No, because I trust my son. But that doesn't pass the smell test. Like when you're vice president, isn't there a higher standard? Don't you need to know no. what's happening with your family? Don't you need to put down no. some guardrails? Unless there was something that was, there was something on its face that was wrong. There's nothing on its face that was wrong. So, look, if you want to talk about problems, you know, let's talk about Trump's family. 
You see the deflection tactic? Carville did the same thing in his piece about uh, violence in liberal cities across America. Oh, no, no, it's not liberal mayors. Trump did it. And because media people are so obsessed with Trump, chasing Trump, talking about Trump, dreaming about Trump, fantasizing about Trump, because they're lunatics, fact checkers as well. Everything has to be about Trump. How does Hunter Biden, having dinner with his dad and an enemy of the United States, a corrupt Moscow mayor, and a company that was under investigation in Ukraine while Biden was appointment for Ukraine have anything to do with Donald Trump? And media people suck it up. Well, how do they suck it up? Well, you want to watch? This is a classic. My friend Liz Harrington, who is awesome. She was on CNN with the absolutely hapless and pathetic Christian Amanpour. And Christian Amanpour, they want to talk. This is a while ago. The whole idea of Hunter Biden, his corruption. We now have a corrupt president in the White House. A totally corrupted president in hock to China, Russia, and enemies of the United States. A totally corrupt president the media refuses to report on didn't report on. That's why we have a corrupt president in the White House. They would have done their homework on the Hunter Biden laptop and not have left it up to Miranda Devine to do it. Then we wouldn't be in this problem. We are now with a corrupt sellout in the White House. But people warned you. Here is Liz Harrington, who's one of us. She was on CNN and watched Christiane Amanpour, despite the fact that the FBI had an open case on Hunter. We had the receipt and the laptop. Watch her engage in some Level 67-like gaslighting, again, with Liz Harrington. Check this out. Okay, you know what also the United States government says? The FBI says this laptop is not Russian disinformation. So what are you talking about here? This laptop is real. It's not just the laptop. There's other emails. There's text messages. They are real. So okay. according to the Guess U.S. What? government, I the know FBI that you're trying has to verified move everybody to look at that, but that's not what we're hearing from Why the FBI. Why don't you want to report but this? What, this is the, one of the what, most powerful no, families Liz, in Washington. Liz, the Liz, Biden family. And you're okay? You're okay with our interests being sold out to profit uh, Liz, Joe Biden and his family when, when we're suffering during a pandemic from communist yes, China? He's doing shady business absolutely. deals Liz, with communist you know, China. You're well, comfortable, okay? As, as you know perfectly well, I'm a journalist and a reporter and I follow the facts. And there has never been any issues yes, in terms this. of corruption. Now, let me ask you this. Yesterday, the wait, FBI... Wait, 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 the wait, wait. FBI How do you know and, that? I'm talking about reporting and any evidence. I'm talking to you now... Okay, I would love if you guys would start doing that digging and start doing that verification. No, we're not going to do your work for you. I want to ask you a question. The FBI, it's a journalist's contrary, job. It's a journalist's job to, to, to find out if this is verified. I want to ask you a question about the FBI press conference. That's one of the greatest cuts I've ever seen. Christian Amanpour, who is, pretends to be a journalist, has facts in front of her, the laptop receipt, Hunter Biden's laptop and the receipt, the receipt for the FBI with the case number on it when they took the laptop. And Christiane Amanpour say, no, no, we're not going to do our homework on it. We're going to leave that up to other people, like the fact checkers. Fact checkers will tell Christiane Amanpour what to think because she's not bright enough to think for herself. And then when they tell her what to think, the government experts will then cite the press who cited the fact checkers who got the story wrong the entire time. Some government expert, whatever, like a expert, what's, uh, what's his uh, name? The former, um, oh, Andrew Weissman. Remember, former DOJ official involved in the PP hoax? He'll then go on uh, MSNBC as a, quote, expert and say, hey, look, the press said the Hunter Biden story is Russian propaganda, and they got it from fact checkers. 
rather than a guy who had some expertise in government, Weissman saying that doesn't sound likely, the press reporting on that, and then the fact checkers checking on it, which is the real way it should have happened. Here was the esteemed 60 Minutes, and by esteem I mean hilariously dopey. Here's Leslie Stahl, big joker, 60 Minutes. When Donald Trump brought up the fact that the Hunter Biden laptop may be a sign of corruption, and we should probably look into that before we vote this guy into the White House. Ah, hilarious like that. Here's Trump bringing it up to Leslie Stahl at 60 Minutes about the Hunter Biden laptop. Watch her go immediately into Pravda mode. Check this out. It's this, I think it's one of the biggest scandals I've ever seen, and you don't cover it. Biggest you want to talk about... Well, because it can't be verified. You want to talk I'm about insignificant you. things. I'm telling you. Of course it can be verified. Excuse we, me. We they found the laptop. Them. Leslie, Leslie. can't be verified. What can't be verified? The laptop. Why do you say that? Because Even the family hasn't... The family on the laptop, he's gone into hiding. For five days, he's gone into hiding. He's preparing for your debate. Oh, it's taken him five days to prepare? I doubt it. I doubt it. Okay. All right. What a clown. What a joker. Her and Christiane Amanpour should get together and trade fairy tales because that's all they do. Maybe they can rely on the 18-year-old fact checker at the Pointer Institute at Politifarce. All right. Hey, Guy, can we skip ahead to that ATF guy? I just want to get to this. I'm not going to have time to play my whole segment today. I may have to play it again tomorrow. But the most dangerous nominee yet has emerged from the Biden administration. If this guy isn't a gun grabber, I've never seen one. There is no way if any Republican votes for this guy in the Senate side immediately should be primary tomorrow morning. I don't even care if their election isn't for, for six more years, whatever. No, 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 no. This guy is a horror show. He wants to ban, quote, assault weapons and yet can't even define what an assault weapon is. I don't know if you missed this yesterday on Capitol Hill. There were a number of these. I'm going to play more of it tomorrow. But here is David Chipman, the most dangerous Biden nominee yet, had nominated to be head of ATF. Asked a simple question by John Kennedy about assault weapons that he can't answer it. Check this out. I got 35 seconds left. Define it for me, would you please, sir? Um, What's an assault weapon? Yeah, Senator, uh, um, the bill uh, to ban assault what, weapons is what is your dozens of pages. Of There's weapon. no way I could define an assault weapon. You don't have any. You're going to run an a, this agency, and you don't have a definition of assault weapon. But I would be enforcing the definition that members yeah, of Congress. Yeah, but you're going to be have. issuing rules and regulations. Just give me your definition. Um, I'll give you one definition that ATF. Give me your definition. One definition that ATF currently. Give me your definition. I can give you one definition. If you won't answer my question, how can I vote for you? I'm done, Mr. Chairman. I don't think I'm going to get an answer. He wants to ban it, the assault, assault weapon with the air quotes, and he doesn't even know what it is. Why? He knows what it is. He does. Sure does. It's everything. That's how gun grabbers work. I've got more on that tomorrow with some cuts from me in the past having this exact same debate showing you how leftists will never answer the question. And when they do, they do a dance because they answer the question. Honestly, they want to ban all guns and they don't want to limit themselves to a certain category. That's why they don't put a perimeter around what an assault weapon is. All right, folks, thanks again for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all the positive feedback on the radio show. Um, it's been quite a journey the last few days. I have been uh, really adjusting to the new schedule. And don't forget to set your DVR today for my first show on the Fox News channel coming up June 5th, Saturday night, 10 p.m. Eastern time. Bongino, the new Dan Bongino show. 
You're not going to want to miss that. And of course, subscribe to the Fox Nation program where you can watch my radio show live on video every single day as well. Thanks for tuning in, folks. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.